Guys, what's up? I know I promised you the last video will be 1300, but I'm like this in my mind. I can't go out with Killjoy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't go out like that. But um, this is a review I want to do anyway. West Craven's Dracula series, and hopefully I can do the John Carpenter one before the end of this day. We'll see what happens. But um, Dracula 2000. Oh, before I start, let me say I'm from the East Coast, from the Bronx of New York, and I just want to say I hope everyone's staying, staying safe from this hurricane. It is really nasty out there. It's really horrible. A lot of flooding is happening in the East Coast, and it's just crazy. And um, hopefully the job will understand. You know, if you can't make it, you can't make it. You know, just calling guys. You know, just do what you have to do to survive. And you know, don't let don't let the traveling. You know, if the travel is hard for you to get to work, then just just call and let them know. You know, because. It's, it's hard to come, if you can come in, it's hard to come out, and plus it takes a while for everything to be back on the system, you know, be back online when it comes to the MK trains and the PATH train and the Metro North or so. But meanwhile, um, yeah, just stay safe, stay strong, guys. Hopefully, hopefully we all get through this. Um, meanwhile, let's enjoy ourselves, you know, let's just think of good things, try and survive with food, water, you know, make sure your loved ones are safe, your friends are safe. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, let's just talk about this movie review now. <laughs> now let's have some little fun now. Um, Dracula 2000, this is a movie I saw a long time ago. I remember enjoying this. And this is Wes Craven's version of Dracula. This is his own take on it. And by the way, Gerard Butler's Dracula. I was like, wow, Mr. 300. Am I right? Is this Mr. 300? You see him then, and now you see him now. Look how, look how he blew up now. He's constantly making a lot of movies. It's amazing. When you see these old movies these days, and you see certain actors, you didn't expect for them to blow up as they do now, you know. But Dragon 2000, man, um, it, starts with, it has like the story with Van Helsing. He's pretty much immortal, but the sl he has these slugs when he ejects himself. And he ejects himself with the essence of Dracula, you know. That was just, and I know I'm not going well in details, but my movie viewing is always about, it's always like a movie talk. So, so again, like, forgive me if I don't do it, these things right. But anyway. Van Helsing was on an architect, like uh, antique shop. You know, he collects like old things, but he's like a moron. This is the original Van Helsing. He injects himself with the slow Dracula essence. It's kind of weird. But then later on, his assistant and her her, her boyfriend they like robbed. They robbed Van Helsing's antique shop. They stole the silver coffin of Dracula, and then they fly off the coffin. Van Helsing found out about it, and he has to go to New Orleans, like Louisiana. You know, and there's a reason why he's going over there. Um, Dracula was able to escape with, with the blood spell on the coffin. And, you know, this scene, these, this movie has blood and gore in it. And I feel like it's very fast-paced for what it was. And also, at the same time, um, it was kind of cool how they kept Dracula's sexuality, you know, his essence of how he seduced women and how, how he is, you know, like a smooth vampire. Like, But he could kill you, too. He would against if he wants to. But this take is amazing. I'm gonna tell you why. While um, while there's there's a girl that has visions of Dracula who he kills and stuff, and she don't know why she's having these visions and stuff. Um, later on, as that's progression progressing, you find out that Van Helsing killed face to face in Dracula finally, and Dracula pretty much killed him. And the woman found out that that this old guy is pretty much her father. You know, she knows that her dad is dead. She comes across all these vampire women, you know, like, especially her best friend's a vampire now because of Dracula. And then you got the guy, the antique shop, Van Helsing's assistant. He comes following him to 
to the U.S. and you know he helps him battle the vampires and stuff. Um, later on, uh, Dracula kidnaps the woman, Van Helsing's daughter, and the antique shop dealer's assistant been kidnapped by the three vampire women. While he was talking to the woman, Van Helsing's daughter, that he's gonna turn into a vampire. You know, like her, her father when Van Helsing took vampire Dracula's essence, he, his blood, his blood, his DNA pretty much went into the daughter. And he's going after the daughter now because of that. But then he shows his daughter something else, who he is. And this is what makes his take of Dracula really cool. And Wes Craven kind of made it his own. Um, this Dracula is actually Judas, the guy who betrayed Jesus Christ. And that would explain why he hates religious things like crosses and silver. Because he sold Jesus out to silver coins. Because that's why the vampires hate silver. So it's Dracula hates all things Christian. So when I saw that scene, I was like, oh shit. You know, because it was like unique, it was different, and I like that, fuck it, I don't care what the haters say, you know, hey, you better, you better watch Twilight, come on, Twilight isn't so bad either, but to me, that's like a one-time watch, and that's it, but, this, this is a good take on it, man, but anyway, you get the battle scenes, like the guys battling out, killing the vampires, female vampires, and the woman battling Dracula out, and then the guy, and the woman team up to battle Dracula, trying to get hung by the, uh, Strobe like Jesus Christ cross it was just funny how they set that up. And you know, and the sun came and burnt Dracula out. And then um the woman pretty much is the new keeper of the Dracula's coffin and she still had like the vampire DNA in her, you know, when you see the her vampire effects, you know. But the vampire effects was cool, it kinda looked like old school to me and I like how the vampires look in this one. Yeah, so Dracula two thousand is pretty cool. I actually liked this movie. You know, I heard there's some sort of reviews, there's mixed reviews for it though, but I liked it. Dragon 2000, check it out if you could. Um, there's also 2 and 3, and I'll be talking about that next. Peace, guys. What's up, guys? Today I'll be talking about Dracula 2, The Session, which is part of the West Craven's version of Dracula. And this is, of course, the sequel. But let me just say, did it rip the house in this movie? Um, every, when I see this Dracula, Dracula 2, this guy does not look nothing like Rucknahauer, like a, maybe like a younger version of Rucknahauer. You know, even the voices doesn't sound like Rucknahauer, so I don't know what's going on. This must be some really good Fountain Youth special makeup effects for this guy. But anyway, I don't know. There's a lot of hate for this movie. I can understand why. At the end of the day, I did enjoy it. But it was just like the origin, how they kind of skipped the ending from the first movie, and it kind of changed it around for Dracula 2's ending. Like, when Dracula died from the cross, from, from the burning, from the first movie, and of course, at the end of the part one, he was stuck in this, he was in the silver coffin again, you know, as the lady being the keeper. In part two, okay, this is what they did in part two for his ending. First movie, he died in the final cross. Guess what? He was taken to the morgue. That's kind of weird, right? But, um, well, you got a new cast of characters now. You're down in a wheelchair, his students. And his girlfriend spotted a vampire in the morgue. She touched the vampire teeth by mistake. And guess what? She got bit by the vampire. But she's slowly going to be affected by it. So they got a call for, like, they get paid, like, $30 million. Or they, they give the bodies to this guy. Jason Scott Lee's character is pretty much a vampire hunter who's also affected by a vampire. But he, had, he was able to beat it by burning himself to sunlight. So the sun won't be fully affected. So he's, like, half, like a half vampire, half human-like. But, um, meanwhile, you got the, like I said, you got the cast of characters. You got the students taking the, the body to a house. So the professor and the students discover, like, the fountain of life, like, immortality, how, how this guy came about. 
then they put the red body into the vampire blood, like blood of bath with blood. The vampire came out, came to be alive, and they were able to stop the vampire with the help of this British guy who came out of nowhere with the sunlight. So they captured the vampire. They had to move the vampire to another house. That's when they started doing the experiments and stuff. You got just Scott Lee's character doing an investigation about where the body went to and trying to find what's going on. But pretty much they want to use the vampire blood, like I say, to regenerate the tissues, to cure, you know, like the mortality and all that shit. You know, nothing new. But um, then you got people conflicting, you know, like, you know, you can't do this or you can't do that with one of the guys who knew what, what was going on. Like, come on, this guy's a vampire, you should kill it, but nah, they don't want to kill it. <laughs> While the um, professor's girlfriend is slowly becoming the vampire, you know. They captured the vampire, you know, like they chained them up with silver chains. The guy who that didn't want to be part of it, but he's trying to like trying to make sure the vampire doesn't go out of control by putting be beams around so he can count the beams that like has a habit of it. Um, then you get to the fight scene when um, you get your kill and go when the one when the black guy inside injectors of the vampire serum, he starts killing the lady, and then Jason Scott Lee's captain finally comes out in attack mode. Start just like killing the va black vampire guy and then killing the woman that been affected by the vampire guy. And um he goes head to the house, uh rock the house well, so called rock the house characters freed from the chains, you know. He bit the British Oh yeah, before that there was a mystery when when um the woman actually injected the vampire blood, the guy's professor's girlfriend, and he's healing and he 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 became a vampire now and he made his true attention towards the girl like what really went on. I don't want to spoil that part for you. But anyway, you got Jason Scott Lee's character. After that, you know, you got the blood and gore, you got the fight scenes. Then you got Jason Scott Lee's character appeared, find Dracula 101. And then Dracula was able to escape. And um, Jason Scott Lee's character going after Dracula, and you get your ending when the woman was actually fully affected by the vampire. He stopped Jason Scott Lee's character from killing Dracula, and then Dracula let him live for now, and then Dracula took the girl away. Make a cringe roll up. Um, regular too. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, it, to me, the only problem with, with it was the end. Was the beginning how he, how Dracula came about? Like, cause they totally ignored the ending for the first movie, and I kind of hated that part too. But some people's considering this like before the Silver Court, before Dracula was back in his coffin. Part one. Like people usually consider Dracula Part Two as a prequel to that scene, but then you also got yourself a um Part Three, which is Kind of more confusion, you know. But overall, let's get to the next one. Part three. Hello, guys and gals, how you doing? Today, I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals check it out and start your own podcast. Let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcast and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. So today I'll be talking about Dracula 3 Legacy. This is the final in the trilogy of the West Craven's version of Dracula. And um, this one was really good. I actually did enjoy this one too. A lot of action, blood and gore. It was just a fun movie. 
um, this, the guy who survived from the last movie, the sequel, is teaming up with Jason Scott Lee's character, the bounty hunt, the priest bounty hunter. They go off to Romania, or one of those West East, one of those Western Eastern European countries, you know, I think it was Romania, and um, looking for Dracula, and they come across like rebels. Um, they find out that like the vampires were thin in that country. They even have like like people that like soldiers that's working for Dracula, selling humans to Dracula so he can feed all the vampires and feed them too. Um, you got rebels that's battling the vampires, by the way. And um, this is a lot of action, but you know, even though it takes like one hour towards the movie for Dracula to appear, oh, by the way, look at how it does play Dracula in part three. And part two is was a different guy who played Dracula. Looked like a younger version of Ruckner Howard, but there was an advertisement that said Ruckner Howard was in part two. So that was false advertisement, by the way. But, um, yeah, but it takes one hour for Dracula to appear, though, but still. The action makes up for it, you know. And I like the part when they go to the circus area when they fight circus vampires. It was pretty cool, you know, to fight a lot of vampires they fought though. And then a lot of wisecracks. Well, I don't I understand the Dracula trilogy, even in two thousand, they had vampires being all smart ass and shit, talking all smart. Like wise asses. But still it was enjoyable. And when they they encounter like a reporter, they gone with them to, to the quest to hunt for the Dracula. And while the guy who's a found who survived from the second movie, he wants to find the lady who survived from the second movie, the redhead lady, to, to help out, you know, to take her with him. They can't finally confront Dracula, you know, while finding other vampires. And, um, the, while Jessica's characters battling Dracula, um, the boy found the redhead lady in the basement, you know, which was second blood, but the other vampires, he helped out. And, but in a way, at the end of it, like the boy, the lady's telling the guy, the 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 boy that liked her to like take the sword and kill her because she wanted to be free. While Scully's character pretty much he was fine when he was fine when he killed Dracula, Julia, who was a reporter, wanted to be bit by him pretty much. But you see tough from the ending. And um when the boy left, Dra um character sat on Drac Dracula's throne, proclaimed that pretty much he's the new vampire kid. While Julius had been bit by the vamp, bit by him to become pretty much his vampire queen. Um, yeah, nothing much to say. I mean, it's just let's get Dracula and kill him pretty much. But all in all, this movie was very, very enjoyable, very good. Uh, Dracula Three Legacy. And if you want to get the separate DVDs, which contains deleted scenes in each trilogy and more special features, or if you want to go work with a budget and just get the trilogy instead, you know, which is like eight or seven thousand in this collection. Um, I said go for this one, but if you want to do these scenes, go for the separate versions. But anyway, peace guys, and see you.